Good afternoon from the Regalman Boardwalk at Brighton Beach. On the update this Monday, in the warmest weekend of the late spring to this point, city residents who flouted the social distancing restrictions were not on the town, got the mayor's wrath, while Health Commissioner Dr. Arxiri Barbeau is staying on the job. Governor Cuomo got swabbed for the virus on live TV, while two more state regions, Western New York and the Capital District, have met the criteria to move into the first phase of reopening. We'll have the latest details. Porn actor Ron Jeremy is now fighting to save a tree that his father planted the day he was born outside of their Queens home. NFL quarterbacks DeAndre Baker and Quinton Dunbar released from Broward County Jail on Sunday, a day after surrendering on felony charges stemming from a cookout at a Miramar home. And May, of course, is normally a time of boundless optimism in the TV industry, with flashy presentations to advertisers showing off their new shows that are debuting in the fall. But the first new TV season of this coronavirus era is off to an understandably uh, shaky start. This is the update, Monday, May the 18th, 2020. This is the update with Brandon Julian, reporting tonight on the road. And a very pleasant Monday to you, Brandon Julian, host of the update podcast exclusive, also for the Every Mix Cloud channel. Today's road stop, not too far from our And also, there's fencing around some of the playgrounds here. It's fencing that could block the entire beach if people do not follow the social distancing guidelines, of course. Also, it's rather windy out here because we are right by the water as is. We have a lot of news to get to this Monday, including the latest coronavirus developments. We're going to begin with uh, the mayor, who said that the city is now ramping up its ability to test for the virus. With testing available at more than 150 sites citywide and test kits made in the city now in use. The mayor said today that a partnership between the Albert Einstein College of Medicine and two local businesses will be producing 60,000 test kits weekly by the week of June 1st. The mayor announced yesterday that urgent care provider CityMD would offer tests for the virus at its 123 facilities. That raises the number of test sites in the city to more than 150. There were some uh, city residents who flouted the social distancing restrictions for a night on the town. They got the mayor's wrath yesterday. Meanwhile, the city's battle health commissioner, Dr. Oxiri Barbeau, is staying on the job. The governor, during his daily briefing, acted like a model patient getting swapped for the virus on live TV as he announced that all people experiencing flu-like symptoms are now eligible for testing. Meanwhile, two more regions, Western New York and the Capital District, have now met the criteria to move into the first phase of reopening, but they still need to hire several hundred more people for contact tracing. In the state capital in Albany, uh, the state is going to take another step toward reopening its economy going into this summer by allowing horse racing tracks in Watkins Glen International to reopen. 
But the governor was quick to add a caveat on Saturday. No crowds and no fans. The governor also announced that residents of suburban Westchester and Suffolk counties will again be eligible for elective surgeries and ambulatory care. Meanwhile, the number of NYPD officers calling in sick during the pandemic has hit a new low. Before this pandemic, uh, Chandler Singh spent his Sundays at his Sikh temple helping a community meal for 300 people or more in suburban Detroit. Now, it's all about pizza. The owner of a Pret Pot Products company and his family have been buying and delivering pizza to hospitals, police stations, and fire departments since their temple suspended in-person operations. Since early April, they've delivered more than a thousand pies. So has his fellow Sikh, uh, Jab- Japneet Singh, here in the city. The two are carrying on one of the strongest tenets of their faith. is saying that the NYPD, they're going to be taking a step back from ticketing people for gathering in small clusters or for failing to wear a mask. The mayor said back on Friday that the police will continue to disperse large gatherings that are most likely to present a risk of spreading the virus. But they won't focus on groups of two or three people that forth wearing a face coverings. Of course, videos have circulated on social media in recent days have appeared to show officers using harsh tactics to enforce the social distancing. A nurse from Virginia took a unique path to travel here to the city to help out during the pandemic. Rather than risk flying during the crisis, 26-year-old Rachel Hartley and her husband sailed hundreds of miles to Brooklyn last month. Hartley tells the New York Post that she's been working four night shifts a week at NYU Lincoln, Brooklyn, has been living on the boat with husband Taylor at a marina in Brooklyn Heights. The marina owner has even weighed thousands of dollars in monthly fees for the couple. And up north in Schlory, New York, more construction, manufacturing, and curbside retail pickups have begun in parts of the state. Shuttered sectors of the economy started reopening slowly back on Friday in a wide strip down the middle of the state that was spared the brunt of the outbreak. A gross, a country store, I should say, in rural Schlory said uh, granium, geraniums, I should say, petunias and gardening tools as, it's opened, as it opened its nursery. In the largely rural Mohawk Valley, a construction company plans to be vigilant about hygiene as it starts an excavation job today. If new COVID-19 cases remain under control, those regions can open more types of businesses in a couple of weeks. There is other news in this Monday to address, and we will address those when the update with Brady Julian OTR. Podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel returns in just 30 seconds. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit ny.gov coronavirus. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by New York State and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. Some of the other news of this Monday. A judge has now rejected convicted pharmaceutical executive Martin Shkreli's request to be let out of prison to research a coronavirus treatment. 
U.S. District Judge Kayo Masumoto noted that probation officials viewed that claim as a type of, quote, delusional self-aggrandizing Masumoto wrote in a nine-page ruling back on Saturday that the man known as the Pharma Bro failed to demonstrate extraordinary and compelling factors that would require his release under home confinement rules designed to move vulnerable inmates out of institutions during the pandemic. Shkreli is serving a seven-year prison sentence for a 2017 conviction. Porn star Ron Jeremy, he's now fighting to save a tree that his father planted the day he was born outside of their New York home. Jeremy took to Twitter over the weekend saying that utility con Edison was going to cut down the tree that was planted in Queens back in 1953. The tweet includes a two-year-old photo of Jeremy hugging the tree. Jeremy, who's been staying at a Hollywood hotel, told the New York Daily News that a neighbor let him know that the trunk was wrapped in yellow tape last week. where a man died early yesterday in a house fire. Gio Achino Pagano, age 28, was found dead in a bathroom of the Lynnhurst home, according to the Suffolk County Police. His parents uh, were able to get out alive. Police said that a preliminary investigation into the 3 a.m. blaze shows the cause of the fire was not criminal. And guitarist Jorge Santana, the younger brother of Carlos who's his guitarist on the Bad Malos' 1972 hit Suavecito I didn't get that right at all became a Chicano anthem and has died Carlos Santana announced on his Facebook page on, back on Friday that his brother died he was 68 years old the family said he died on Thursday of natural causes born in Hualiso, Mexico Jorge Santana began, began playing guitar following his brother's footsteps. He joined a San Francisco-based band that would later become Malo, which means bad in Spanish. Their 1972 hit Suavecito became a staple for Mexican-American cookouts, weddings, and even quinceaneras. Again, I didn't get that right at all either. For generations throughout the American Southwest. Santana later played with the New York-based salsa collective Fania All-Stars. You'll be deeply missed, and I also need to brush up on my Spanish. Time for us to step aside for a moment. When we return on the update this Monday uh, from the Regalman Boardwalk at Brighton Beach, we'll help you get around with the MTA Essential Service Plan. We're going to talk some sports and talk about how DeAndre Baker and Quentin Barber were released from jail the day after surrendering on felony charges. We'll talk about what happened on this day in history, and then we will talk the latest national news, including how May is normally a time of boundless optimism in the TV industry, with the flashy presentation to advertisers showing off their new shows debuting in the fall. But of course, this new, first new TV season of the coronavirus era is off to an understandably uh, shaky start. We will address that and more when they update with Brandon Julian OTR, podcast exclusive, also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel. Returns in just a moment. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Okay, men. 
This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're gonna go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Because the MTA is running this for essential employees only, service on most lines will be running at least every 10 to 30 minutes. Also, there is no scheduled service on the B, Grand Central Shuttle, W, and Z trains. For alternate service, you can use the 7, A, C, D. Uh, the 7, C, D, J, and Q or R trains. Also, a reminder that the subway is closed every night from 1 to 5 a.m. for deep cleaning and disinfecting of trains and stations. For alternative means of travel, visit mta.info slash overnight. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Let us talk some sports uh, on this Monday. Out of Columbus in Ohio, there's an extra level of anxiety these days for college football players who are NFL prospects and hoping for a big season to boost their exposure to with pro scouts. The pandemic did away with spring football and in-person workouts at on-campus facilities. Nobody can say yet, though, what the 2020 season will look like or if there will be one at all. The NFL is filled with examples of how important one season can be. That includes Joe Burrow, the LSU quarterback who won the Heisman Trophy and National Championship last year after transferring from Ohio State and became the top NFL draft pick. And sticking with the football theme, finally out of Fort Lauderdale in Florida, NFL cornerbacks DeAndre Baker and Quinton Dunbar were released from Broward County Jail yesterday, a day after surrendering on felony charges, stubbing from a cookout at a Miramar home. Baker posted a $200,000 bond after a Zoom hearing with a Broward Circuit judge. The Giants defender is charged with four counts of armed robbery with a firearm and four counts of aggravated assault with a firearm in the Wednesday incident. Dunbar is charged with four felony counts of armed robbery. The Seahawks player posted a $100,000 bond. 
When we return on the update this Monday from the Regalman Boardwalk at Brighton Beach, uh, we'll talk about what happened on this day in history. And then we will address the latest national news, including just one week after a third of French children went back to school in an easing of the lockdown, there's been a worrying flare-up of about 70 cases linked to schools. We will address that and more when the update with Brandon Julian, OTR, podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel, returns in just a moment. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back. Because smiling is in you. From PassItOn.com Notice lately how empty everything is? Empty streets, empty stores, empty schools. But I'm trying to change these empty times by being full of gratitude. Gratitude means saying thanks to the garbage collector, the medical providers, and all those who are helping every day. Things may appear empty around us, but when we're filled with gratitude, nothing is completely empty inside us. Gratitude is in you. From PassItOn.com from New York City, it's after 10 a.m. Do you know where your boyfriend is? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update with Brandon Julian, OTR, podcast exclusive on the WKRB Mixcloud channel. Today through the Regalman Boardwalk at Brighton Beach. Uh, of course, the Regalman are waving, uh, waving brightly frequently in the wind. Uh, there's also some fencing up. It's a little bit down the boardwalk from where we are uh, around the playground. The mayor has said that uh, he will use that fencing. The fencing will be set up, but he hopes he does not have to use it. He will use that fencing to block access to the beaches if people do not uh, do the social distancing. Uh, he's, also, he's also made it clear that while some state beaches are opening, uh, New York City is not there yet in terms of the numbers and the metrics. Although he did leave open the door, the possibility of uh, the beaches opening sometime during the summer. The lifeguards will start to be trained uh, for when that will happen. But during the age of the vines, we have to really rethink everything. I've been thinking about how I'm going to do beach days with my wife this year. Uh, no swimming thing. Most you can really do is uh, you just, you know, go sunbathe. You know, just get a towel, make sure you have a lot, good amount of sunscreen, and really just go out there and sunbathe. I mean, I mean, if I had to choose between no beach at all and just being able to sunbathe on the beach then you know screw it I'll take the sunbathing nine times out of ten but I digress let's address what happens on this day in history for this May the 18th uh, the highlight of this day came in 1980 when the Mount St. Helens volcano in Washington state exploded leaving 57 people dead or missing in 1863, the siege of Vicksburg began during the Civil War, ending July 4th with a Union 
victory. In 1896, the U.S. Supreme Court in Plessy v. Ferguson endorsed separate but equal racial segregation, a concept pronounced 58 years later by Brown v. Board of Education of Topeka. In 1910, Halley's Comet passed by Earth, brushing it with its tail. In 1911, composer and conductor Gustav Mahler died in Vienna, Austria at the age of 50. In 1920, Pope John Paul II was born Karol Wolsztyla in Wadowice, Poland. I can't believe I actually got that. In 1933, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed a measure creating the Tennessee Valley Authority. In 1934, Congress approved and Franklin, President Roosevelt signed the so-called Lindbergh Act, providing for the death penalty in cases of interstate kidnapping. In 1944, during World War II, Allied forces occupied Monte Cassino in Italy after a four-month struggle with Axis troops. In 1953, Jacqueline Cochran, age 47, became the first woman to break the sound barrier. She piloted a Canada Air F-86 Sabre jet over Rogers Dry Lake in California. In 1967, Tennessee Governor Buford Ellington signed a measure repealing the law against teaching evolution that was used to prosecute John T. Scopes in 1925. In 1973, Harvard Law Professor Archibald Cox was appointed Watergate Special Prosecutor by U.S. Attorney General Elliot Richardson. And in 1981, the New York native gay newspaper carried a story concerning rumors of a, quote, a new exotic, an exotic new disease, I should say, among homosexuals. It was the first published report about what came to be known as AIDS. When we return on the update this Monday from the Regalman Boardwalk at Brighton Beach, we will address the latest national news, including how, in non Tropical storm Arthur is bringing heavy rain to North Carolina's coast. Forecasters warn the first named storm of this hurricane season could also spread life-threatening surf and rip currents along the East Coast beaches in the days ahead. We will address that and more when the update with Brian and Julian OTR. Podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel uh, returns in just a moment. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Me, down here. <gasps> what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. Well, uh, what are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. Don't you remember me? Don't you know that we miss you? Miss me? Who misses me? You know, all your friends in the forest. The trees, the pond, that little fort that you made out of branches. We all miss you. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, I guess that makes sense. This forest is not that far away. Have an adventure today. I'm sure your mom would take you. You're right. I should get out. I want to have fun. Play in puddles, catch frogs, and climb trees. Hey, Mom! Yeah, hon? <gasps> Stephen! What is that in your hand? It's my sense of adventure, Mom. It's telling me we need to get out of the house and have some fun in nature today. Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update with Brandon Julian, OTR, today from the Regalman Boardwalk in Brighton Beach. Podcast exclusive also, of course, on the WKRB Mixcloud channel. Uh, let us talk the latest national news uh, on this Monday. We begin out west in Los Angeles, where, of course, this month, May, is normally a time of boundless optimism in the TV industry, with the flashy presentations, of course, to advertisers showing off their new shows debuting in the fall. But the first new TV season of this coronavirus era is off to an understandably uh, shaky, spot, uh, shaky start. Networks say the comedy and drama series being trumpeted for fall 2020 and beyond will air, if they can get made. Uh, studios, distributors, guilds, and trade groups are trying to find ways to ease a near-complete production shutdown. For now, some networks plan to roll out already shot shows in September, while actor and producer Gabriel Union and other performers are adjusting to how different TV productions may become. Overseas in Paris, just a week after a third of French children went back to school in an easing of the lockdown, there's been a worrying flare of about 70 COVID-19 cases linked to schools. Some schools were opened last week, and a further 150,000 junior high, high students went back to the classroom today. The move initially spelled relief, the end of homeschooling for many hundreds of thousands of exhausted French parents. But the education minister sounded the alarm, saying in a radio interview that the return has put some children in new danger of infection. Uh, he said the affected schools are being closed immediately. In non-coronavirus developments in Miami, Tropical Storm Arthur is bringing heavy rain to the North Carolina coast. As forecasters are warning that the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season could also spread life-threatening surf, and rip currents will spread along U.S. East Coast beaches in the days ahead. With the Arthur Center passing out of North Carolina, towns near the coast, including Newport and Havelock, recorded more than four inches of rain this morning as others approached that number, according to the National Weather Service. Wind gusts of at least 40 miles per hour were recorded in at least two places on the Outer Banks, also according to the Weather Service. And finally, we'll go back overseas to Vatican City. Because Italy and the Vatican are opening a new post-lockdown phase in the virus emergency. Churches are resuming public masses after a sharp confrontation between the Italian government and the countries as bishops over worshipping in the era of this virus. Guards in hazmat suits took the temperature of the faithful entering St. Peter's Basilica, where Pope Francis celebrated an early morning mass for a handful of people in a side chapel to commemorate the centenary of the birth of the birth, I should say, of St. John Paul II. Our thought for today is from an unknown author. Our thought for today is never do anything you wouldn't want to explain to the paramedics. Sounds right to me. I will let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter. 
that is what it is. Uh, Monday, May the 18th, 2020. That is the update on this Monday from the Regalman Boardwalk on in Brighton Beach. <laughs> I'm Brandy Joy. We appreciate you joining us. And in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that you have news as good news. I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Be safe. Be well. We're out in Staten Island, wifey territory, at Empire Outlets, and I hope you can